I'm Mira. I'm Addie. And you're listening to Open Casket, a supernatural podcast where we talk about the CW show that just won't stay dead. Supernatural airs on the WB. Somehow, we're still talking about it almost 20 years later. This show is 18 years old. This show can now legally drink in Europe. (laughs) This show was definitely illegally drinking. (laughs) Oh yeah, this show was definitely like 14 years old sitting at the bar waiting for some random dude to buy them a whiskey coke. Oh my god. This show was my dad in the 80s. (laughs) Except it's not like vaguely goth enough. New wave, that's what it is. So this is going to be just an introductory episode where you can learn a little bit about us and what we plan to do here on this podcast. And hopefully get a little bit of a sense of the vibe of this podcast, at least as we're envisioning it uh, right let me tell now. You, if they're listening to this, they're like, the vibes are rancid, but I hope that doesn't scare you away. The vibes are probably a little bit rancid, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, our plan is to be discussing about two to four episodes each week. We've gone through and compiled some listicles detailing how either plot important, fun, or unwatchable certain episodes are to figure out how to best split up the show, just so that we personally don't have to think that hard. <laughs> yes. So, shout out to Den of Geeks Supernatural, an episode roadmap for beginners. We're using um, Route 1, the plot important episodes, but they've outlined five different routes, including just like Monster of the Week episodes or just cast episodes. Um, 75 essential episodes to watch from Entertainment Weekly. At first, I was like, why on earth would anybody be like, yeah, I want to watch Supernatural, but only give me 75 of those bitches. Um, But apparently, it was 75 episodes to watch so that you could be ready to watch season 15 air live, which makes a lot more sense. Yeah, that does make a lot more sense. Um, The next article that we used was River Lee's Medium article, which is just a Supernatural episode viewing guide, basically detailing whether to skip or watch the episodes. Uh, And the last one was Gregory Rosette, Supernatural episode guide for all seasons. That was, it's super, super detailed and really good. (laughs) If you're actually looking for a specific one, I would go through that one. Uh, They use like emojis to detail like whether it's a good episode or a really, really good episode or like for plot importance or like just fun monster of the week. Like this isn't necessary at all, but it's really fun to watch. I'm specifically thinking of something like Ghost Facers, where Ghost Facers isn't really relevant outside of the episodes where the Ghost Facers exist, but there is some of the favorite episodes for the fans. So if you're going to exist in the space, you might as well watch them. We're also kind of vaguely using my memory for some things. Um, This will become extremely obvious in season one because we specifically split up certain episodes of our podcast kind of weird so we wouldn't have to talk about two of the most infamous episodes in the same podcast episode. For our own sanity and also yours. Don't say we didn't do anything for you. Real quick, we're just going to go over our spoiler policy for the foreseeable future. We're not going to be trying to spoil specifics on purpose, but this isn't a first reactions pod. 
both of us have seen a fair, I would say, amount of the show, and we also know too many spoilers truly through osmosis. Uh, end of season episodes will have spoiler-free and spoiler sections just to help with discussions and talking about the tra- trajectory of the show itself. So, um, how did I get into the show? I was, like, vaguely into fandom stuff in early middle school, as into anime and all that <laughs> stuff. What year? This was, like... This must have been late 2012, Mm -hmm. because by, like, August of 2013, I had made a Tumblr, specifically because of the anniversary of the Misha Apocalypse. (laughs) I made a Tumblr illegally at the age of 12 because of the Misha Apocalypse, because I had such bad, like, I guess FOMO. No one says FOMO anymore, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the fear of missing out on the Misha apocalypse. <laughs> yes. And that is a true story. That's why I made my Tumblr. And and you, you weren't even watching Supernatural at that point. So I was kind of vaguely watching Supernatural. I remember I had a Kindle and I had like a bunch of Amazon gift cards. So I bought a bunch of like the random important episodes but i was aware of it through osmosis because even at the time when i was like lurking on tumblr i still it was inescapable this was like the height of super hulak like there was no way that i would have not seen it and so i watched question mark seasons i think i did the math and i would have seen like maybe seven or eight seasons all the way through then I stopped watching, like, to catch up, and I think it might have been season 12, either 11 or 12. I There's a massive spoiler that happens, and so I was like, okay, I'm watching this live, so I'm just gonna start watching this live. I think I dropped off watching that about halfway through because the plot got too weird. Since then, I've rewatched the first five seasons a couple of times, and then I've seen random episodes from late Supernatural, like post-season 12 Supernatural, um, but I haven't watched another full season that I hadn't seen before. So I would say I've probably cumulatively seen like nine and a half seasons of Supernatural across a decade, but I can't tell you how much of that is chronological and how much of that is like just pockets of stuff. And I can't tell you the plot outside of the first five seasons. So at the end of the day, then you have not seen like the final season. I have seen probably four episodes of the final season, just because I was like, okay. which is the first one and then the last three. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> for me then, I started watching it sort of around the same time. I was in eighth grade, so around 2011-2012. I think, I think I started watching it because I was on Tumblr already <laughs> for various fandom reasons, being into anime and other nerd things. I remember I got the first season from my public library and I watched all of that and I enjoyed it. And then I got season two and I'm pretty sure little like 12, 
13-year-old me finished season two, but I have not, I had not seen season three. I feel like we've, I've, like, narrowed it down that you finished season two, but you did not see season three. Yeah, because we were talking about (laughs) who died, (laughs) and that's sort of how we were piecing together where I left off. Yeah. But after that, um, when me and Mira met, she was trying to force me (laughs) to watch it again and give it a second try. So now I have seen, I still haven't seen season three, (laughs) but I've seen seasons four and five. (laughs) You've seen... Okay, you've seen season four all the way through. No, you haven't seen season four all the way through. You've only seen the Castiel episodes of season four, and you've seen like five episodes of season five. We did all of season four, but then season five only watched the cast episodes. Did we do all of season four? I feel like we skipped a handful of episodes of season four. Okay, but if we skipped them, they probably were bad. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. So I, I saw all of season four. I saw all of season four that mattered. Functionally. And then I saw all of season five that mattered to me. <laughs> yes. Because I am a cast girl. I did not choose the cast girl life. The autism chose the cast girl life. Yeah, I'm a dean girl. Um, unfortunately, I'm not willing to unpack that right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> sorry to all the same girls. Uh, we'll do all, our best to represent, but... I am going into this really trying to like Sam because I I like comic books and I know the struggle of being like, this is my boy, ignore most of canon and only acknowledge what my favorite writer wrote. Like, I know that struggle. So I think <laughs> being my mature self now, I can rewatch Supernatural and sympathize with Sam better. Here's the thing. I like Sam on paper. But they don't know what to do with him at, if he's not, like, I guess minor spoiler, if he's not a uh, pawn for, like, ending the world, they don't really know what to do with him, so. Yeah. Uh, so, like I mentioned, we were doing a rewatch, and at the end of the day, we thought Supernatural has immense potential. Um, dodging as many spoilers as I can, the show starts out, you know, as that classic monster of the week almost cop procedural formula, but it's a vessel for some really interesting themes in, you know, like the cycle of abuse, families of choice, the concept of free will. Uh, Later seasons also have that sometimes well-utilized and thought-out meta-narrative. I have, like I said, I haven't seen past season six, so I don't know anything about it besides osmosis level. That starts in one of the season four episodes oh, we skipped. Makes, okay, so we didn't watch all of season four. <laughs> we did not watch all of season four because I know for a fact we did not watch the monster at the end of this book. The thing about Supernatural is that they were kind of like chiseling out themes as they were writing without really thinking ahead on it. They, it, they were doing that thing where you write an essay and like as you're writing the essay you figure out what the essay is about so then you go back and you change your opening paragraph except they were airing a tv show so they couldn't go back and change the opening paragraph it was kind of like that like they wrote in themes that they then didn't go back and reflect on in my opinion or if they did they didn't like tie it in together in a way that i personally found resonant and comprehensible in a lot of cases (laughs) or like fully fleshed out and i think part of that does have to do with the fact that this show was airing for 
two decades, um, essentially, and had so many changes in, you know, like creative heads, executive or not executive producers, but like directors, writers. There's a lot of cooks in the kitchen. So that in itself makes it difficult to have a single voice for the show. So we're going to try and be mindful of that while still being critical of some of the output. Like if you've spent any time in a Supernatural fan space, you can definitely see that it feels like some people were watching a completely different show than you. Which like, it's that's going to happen no matter the show. Just because, like, people have the aspects of a show that they care about and, like, the other aspects of a show that they're just going to ignore. I know this happens a lot in, like, especially, like, Critical Role or other things where there's just a massive amount of content, which Supernatural obviously is. But because of sort of compilation-style viewing, like what we did with only watching the Castiel episodes, like, you're not really gonna get the fully rounded picture of the show as a whole if you're only really tuning in or paying attention to the aspects that you really care about. Right. So. Also, like, not that I have a super clear memory of all eight plus seasons that I've seen, but it sometimes felt, at least instinctively, it's my thought that they didn't always have a super clear show bible or a, like, baseline for how to write the characters or, like, which aspects of characters were a front and what was their actual reality. Like, That specifically seems like it varies a lot from writer to writer, and I don't know if we want to keep track of that throughout the course of the podcast, but it's definitely something to keep in mind. I think it would be interesting and probably give us a better perspective um, to be noting um, who is writing every episode. Like, as we go into it and when we discuss them, note who's writing what. Yes. Especially because some people definitely have their pet project ideas that are very easy to narrow in on if you know anything about the future of the show. I'm looking (laughs) at you, Sarah Gamble. Um, In terms of character Bibles, um, this is just an offshoot tangent that I just feel like I must vocalize. A couple years ago, it was literally somebody I'm mutuals with on Twitter was going on a rant about how apparently at DC Comics, they have, you know, an archivist for all their projects and stuff who does not have an MLS and they're the head archiver and they did some interview apparently talking about how they don't have character bibles for any of the DC characters and I just kind of sat back and went that explains so much so anybody who's into DC comics (laughs) anyone into DC comics realize that they don't have character bibles (laughs) or if they did they're long gone Oh my god. I just had to throw- I mostly just needed to tell you that, like, ah! How could you do that to your babies? (laughs) Oh my god. Comics- uh, Comics chronology is so complicated. I tried to have you give me- This is not related to Supernatural at all. I tried to have you give me, like, an intro to DC, like, list of comic arcs, specifically for Batman, I think, and I- I gave up, like, two in- (laughs) If there's yeah. one thing Mira likes, it's men in their 40s who are really depressed and have some type of yeah. daddy issue. <laughs> Not even necessarily, like, daddy issues. Although, yes, having issues with your father figure is a plus. 
but it's like je ne sais quoi sense of pervasive loneliness feeling that you've wasted the prime of your youth something something I'm currently playing Red Dead Redemption 2 and rewatching Black Sails, and my favorite characters are Arthur Morgan and Flint from Black Sails, so that should tell you what you need to know if you know those properties. As we've both mentioned now, we are tragically Tumblr kids who yes. grew up on Tumblr like bad memes, but we'll we'll do our best to be normal and not alienate the percentage of people who watch the show not for fandom. We're gonna try to keep this academic. <laughs> like, really? Yeah, super academic. <laughs> this is a critical analysis of Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> but with that in mind, I am a huge sucker for a love so strong it changes the course of the narrative. Um, I also find it funny when actors have so much chemistry, it sort of, like, fucks with the plot or, like, established plan. I'm thinking specifically uh, outside of Supernatural, um, in Teen Wolf, for anyone who's watched that, Crystal Reed and Daniel Sharman were dating in real life, so allegedly that led to I the actually did not Isaac know that triangle. Despite having been deep into Teen Wolf at one point. Yeah, I don't know how true it is, but I mean, they were dating in real life like, right before and then during that whole love triangle section. So a lot of people think, because apparently it wasn't planned. Teen so, Wolf also had the I issue it. It seems not true. really <laughs> knowing where they were going. Teen Wolf had a lot of issues. <laughs> Teen Wolf had a lot of issues. If uh, you want to know the specifics of each and every one of their issues, we can link a YouTube video in the <laughs> description that I think covers it quite well. Um, but yeah, that's that. That's yes. all I'm going to say. Uh, we have 60 episodes till this becomes relevant. <laughs> uh, who knows? We might find places where it becomes relevant earlier. I, I said I'd try and be normal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> We're not normal. <laughs> oh my gosh. Insert Riverdale reference. I'm weird. I'm a weirdo. This is actually topical because Cole's Press has been in the news recently. <laughs> It won't be topical when this comes out, though. It's always topical. The Riverdale monologue's always topical. I always call things monologues that are just speeches. <laughs> it's not a monologue if there's other people there. It's <laughs> not a monologue, it's a dialogue. I actually don't know who he was talking to in that scene. I don't know anything about that scene except that it exists. I know such random things about Riverdale. We can't get off on R- Riverdale tangents. We already went off on a Teen Wolf tangent. And a DC Comics tangent. <laughs> Okay. Uh, so we are gonna end this with a little game I have prepared. It currently has no names, but in um, our document, I named it hashtag trending <laughs> with hashtag trending with Google Trends. Um, so for anybody who hasn't explored Google Trends, um, it's basically a Google product that lets you view the history of a search term. It describes itself as allowing you to see the topics people are or aren't following. Basically, you type in a term and it produces an interest over time graph where one represents a low volume of searches and 100 represents the highest volume of searches and zero just means no data. So what I've done is set the data range to worldwide from September 2005 up until now 
I typed in some supernatural related terms to figure out the month and year in which this term peaked or had the highest volume of searches. And Mira here is going to use her fandom knowledge to guess when these peaks happened. Got it? Yes, for posterity. I did mean to go look up some things to cheat, and then I forgot <laughs> to. <laughs> so, absolutely no cheating is going on here. Um, I'm going to have you guess. So there's a couple turns. I'm going to have you guess them all and then reveal the answers all in the end. So you're not, like, influenced. Oh, damn um, And one, <laughs> one other thing is that um, when you type something into Google Trends, it gives you, you can do it as just a search term or as a topic where I don't know what the algorithm does, but it knows that it's Supernatural, the American TV show, not just like people searching for supernatural creatures or something like that. It's probably like referenced, like in reference to other similar search terms. Yeah. So it's like Dean versus Dean in relation to Sam. Right, exactly. So um, for some of them, I recorded both the data of it as just a search term and then it with the specific topic but for the most part it was exactly the same anyways <laughs> okay but are you ready to begin yeah sure all right so our first term is supernatural i'm uh, am i doing just like month and year or just year uh you can do just year i have recorded the month if you want bonus points I am going to say probably, like, November 2020. <laughs> okay. Just because it was more popular during the Super Hulak era, but I feel mm -hmm. like a lot of people were checking it at the exact same moment. That's fair, that's fair. Do you want to throw in a Super Hulak era, I guess? Um, oh man... Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. When did they bring back Mary? When did they bring back Mary? This is the- I meant to look this up! God damn it! Uh, <laughs> if it was season 11, let's just say, like, April 2016. Or, no, April 2015. Alright. Our second term is Sam Winchester. Ooh. Uh, I don't know. That one, I'm going to say, like, 2014. Sorry, Sam. Do you want to throw in a month just for funsies? Uh, let's just say, let's just say, like, October. All right. And then Dean Winchester. Dean Winchester, 2021. Um, let's just say okay. April, because that's when the Twitter wedding happened. Okay. Was it, or was it in March? I forget. I, I don't, I have a, you will soon realize, dear listeners, I have a horrible memory. I don't even know what you're talking about, so I can't call you on it. <laughs> oh, yeah, I was in this, and it was less than two years ago, and I can't remember the specifics of what order stuff happened in. Okay. All right. Next term. Destiel. Oh, November 2020. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our last explicitly supernatural related term is going to be supernatural fan fiction oh no um because <laughs> there's two options for this right but you also have to think this is people typing it into google oh yeah it is people typing it into google so in that case i'm gonna say like 
2013, probably. Like, uh, random guess answer. I'm gonna put in May. Or, no, uh, April. Why not? I will give you um, a small hint with all of this now that we're done with the explicit show-related terms. The show's typically aired October till May. All right. Yeah, that makes more sense. Now, moving on to tangentially, (laughs) I can't speak, to vaguely related terms, we have Chevy Impala. When do you think in the past 20 years, (laughs) Chevy Impala peaked in Google searches? Let's say 2012. Yeah. Do you think Supernatural influenced the searches at all? Uh, Probably. All right. Um, Our next term is Omegaverse. Oh, God. (laughs) Weirdly, I'm going to say, oh, no, looking it into Google. Huh. Yes. When were the people Googling Omegaverse? When were the people Googling it? Probably. Oh, wait. When did Teen Wolf air? (laughs) This is important (laughs) information. I think Teen Wolf was like 2010. Or 20, maybe, no, it would have been later than it that. It would have been later. I'm going to say, like... Teen Wolf was 2011 to 2017. Yeah, so I'm going to say... Oh, no, because there was that one YouTube video, too, that, like, kind of popped mm-hmm. off. I'm going to guess, like, 2014, with a caveat of possibly 2019. Okay. Even though, no, I think that was during 2020. I think that video came out in 2020. I don't remember. It was when that lawsuit happened. Do you remember that lawsuit? Yeah. I do. I believe that was 2020. Because Lindsay Ellis also made a video on it. Mm-hmm. All right. Next term. We only have two more. Okay. Queer baiting. Oh. Oh, no. I'm going to guess 2016 just because I feel like kids are typing that into youtube or into the tiktok search bar now and not into google fair fair it's been words been around for a long time yeah i've probably gotten all of these wrong (laughs) (laughs) our final term is super hell oh oh november 2020 (laughs) possibly (laughs) december 2020 all right so now let us reveal the true answers of when the people were searching searching stuff up. So, Supernatural American TV drama actually peaked in October 2013 and 2014. Oh! You had guessed either November 2020 or April 2015. Oh, so I was off. Yeah. You were guessing the beginning of season oh, 11. Oh, because it's, pre, it's pre-DashCon. <laughs> Yes, it is. <laughs> it has to have been pre-DashCon. I hate how that makes sense. Uh, it's pre-DashCon. Um, and in terms of the show, those were the premieres of season 9 and 10. Yeah, which were, from what I have gathered from Osmosis, like, season 10's actually really good. Yes. And season, season- 9 was also all right to pretty good. Mm-hmm. So then Sam Winchester also peaked in October 2014. Um, I also added a note to this that, so October 2014, premiere of season 10, apparently during season 9, Supernatural spiked 88% in viewership. That tracks. People were really anticipating the premiere of season 10. When when did season 9 air? 
Season 9 aired October 2013 to May 2014. Okay. Reminder to me, did the Mish Apocalypse happen in 2012 or 2013? I think 2012. It would have been 2012, because the anniversary is what prompted me to get Tumblr when I was 12. Oh my gosh, no. Misha Apocalypse happened April 1st, 2013. Okay, that makes more sense now. <laughs> I had my dates mixed up. Because I remember the Misha Apocalypse happened, and then like a mini Misha Apocalypse happened on the anniversary. Yes. Oh, also, you guessed October 2014, so you get like... Double points for Sam Winchester. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Woohoo! Even though I had my dates mixed up. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, that was Sam Winchester as general search term. Um, Sam Winchester as fictional character topic or whatever. It was almost the exact same graph, except he peaked in May of 2016, which was the end of season 11. Okay. I'm trying to remember what happens with Sam past season six. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Dean Winchester, you guessed 2021. It was actually um, similar to Sam. Just him as a search term was 2014 in May. So the end of season nine. Okay. That tr- that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. With the topic thing of whatever Google algorithms does, it was February of 2016, which I, for the life of me, could not figure out. Um, but apparently this was... In the middle of season, or towards the end of season 11, when The Vessel aired, which if you type in Dean Winchester, February 2016, The Vessel comes up, so. (laughs) I'm assuming, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I know at one point, Dean does become The Vessel for Michael. I wonder if that's when that happened. Um, This episode is actually Lucifer and time travel, is what I wrote down. Oh, is that the one where they kill Hitler? I don't know. <laughs> they do. I don't know if they actually. I think they killed zombie Hitler. I don't remember. <laughs> what a wild show. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously Destiel, November 2020. Huge yes. spike in the graph. Um, outside of that, though, it would it would have if like that never happened. Um, it was August 2013. So the break in between seasons eight and nine. Don't know what was going on there. Don't know if anything was happening fandom-wise. I Yeah, I was going to say, I wonder if something notable at a con happened. That's what I was thinking, but I I'd stopped doing research at this point. <laughs> Wait, when was that again? August 2013. August 2013. That was would have been right when I was getting on Tumblr. It is post-Misha-apocalypse, sort of con season, so... Post-season eight? Post-season eight. I wonder if the teaser for season nine came out and there was something notable in that could have been could have been uh and then supernatural fan fiction you guessed april 2013 um it was actually november 2014 okay and then supernatural fanfic was may 2015 so this was around like season 10 okay so supernatural fanfic peaked after dashcon Yes, which is interesting. All the fandom can be split into pre and post Dashcon. I guess fanfic as a phrase wasn't really used until then. Maybe, maybe like later, it wasn't yeah. shortened in that way. I actually, I have no idea because that feels like something that would come out of having like a Twitter esque character limit. Maybe it. W- their graphs were kind of different, so that's why I included 
both answers. Okay. And then for <laughs> Chevy Impala, you guessed 2012. The real answer was July 2013, which um, was around the time when the 10th generation models were coming out. <laughs> so completely unrelated to Supernatural. Um, that was the trick that question. Was, <laughs> yeah. If only I knew my cars. Um, Omegaverse, you guessed, would have been either 2014 or 2020 with the Lindsay Ellis videos. I also thought it would have been the lawsuit. But it was April 2021, and I have no clue <laughs> why. Oh, wait. I am, as we are speaking, looking up Lily, uh, Lindsay Ellis's YouTube channel. Oh, was it the... Oh, you know, I just Googled um, Omegaverse April 2021. Um, there was apparently a TikTok trend going on. Oh, God damn it, TikTok. God damn it, TikTok. <laughs> I think, I wonder if it's the, the TikTok that I sent you a couple years ago of the Starbucks employees trying to make Omega Slick. Yes, the Slick! Oh my god, this is the same time that uh, Berkeley uh, Icarus Pendragon was gaining a following. The what? Berkeley Icarus Pendragon on TikTok. There was something, oh no, because that would have been last year. What the fuck was that trend? I don't know. It was there's also just one article that came up. It wouldn't have been that because that was also from 2022 or like late 2021. Let me. This, I the the only thing I'm getting for this is a TikTok trend is a Mashable article. What were you looking up? I just googled April 2021 Omegaverse, and the first thing that came up. I also don't use Google <laughs> as a search engine. April 2021. I think. I think what's going on is TikTok finally learned about the Omegaverse lawsuit. Yes. So they're, cause they're just like behind on everything. There might've been an update to the lawsuit, which prompted TikTok to find out about it, which then in turn made it spike. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. But I'm not certain about that. We have to do like a deep dive episode. I'm sorry. I'm calling it now. <laughs> yeah. All right. Unfortunately, it's related. <laughs> Moving on to queer baiting, uh, you guessed 2016. Um, it was actually June 2021, which I think I was looking at the graphs and it seems like mainstream media finally learned what it was. That's when it became like trendy to call stuff queer baiting that wasn't queer baiting or like pretending that real people could queer bait. Although that was more 2022. Yeah, in 2021. I think the discussion started Pride of 2021, so that's that's why that peaked. I'm guessing. I didn't look into it super much, but it makes sense. Yeah. Um, and then the last one, Super Hell. I was also I put that in mostly as a joke, assuming maybe there'd be some searches in November 2020, but no. I guess people are just writing Super Hell on their Twitters and Tumblers because there it peaked in July of 2011. What? The limited research I was able to find, there was a Super Meat Boy level called Hell. And this released in October of 2010, though? <laughs> so, I don't know. <laughs> but that's the best I could find. And then I tried Super Hell as one word, and that peaked in May of 2006. What? Which was around the time a new Super Mario game came out for the ds oh okay. and there's something else about bowser and hell or going on there um 
that's the best I got for, for that explanation. <laughs> Maybe that other one from 2011 had to do something with, like, speedrunners? Maybe. That would make sense. So the answer is, um, Supernatural really lost its grasp on the internet in around 2015. Gosh damn, um, Dashcon. <laughs> Dashcon. Dashcon really ruined the grip Supernatural had on the world. Also, that was, like, when we just went over this. Is that when, like, season 12 was airing? Uh, yeah. Because a lot of listicles strongly consider season 12 to be the worst. Stop saying listicles. I can't. I'm physically unable to stop saying listicle. Ah. (laughs) I refuse. Yeah. But that makes sense that, yeah, season 12 was the falling off point for a lot of people. Not that I would know. I don't know what happens in (laughs) any season. It gets weird. (laughs) But I guess that's um, all for the game and all for our little getting to know us section slash episode. Yeah, we'll be back next week uh, to cover the first three episodes of season one. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be the pilot, Wendigo, and Dead in the Water. Bye. (laughs) See you next time. I was trying to think of like a snappy little ending off the top. (laughs) And the only thing I could think of was stay spooky, which is stupid. (laughs) 